Luke 2, 41 through 50. Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the festival of the Passover. When he was 12 years old, they went up to the festival according to the custom. After it was over, while his parents were returning home, Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but they were unaware of it. Thinking he was in their company, they traveled on for a day. They began looking for him among their relatives and friends, but they couldn't find him anywhere, so they went back to Jerusalem to look for him. After three days, they found him in the temple courts, sitting among the teachers, listening to them, and asking them questions. Everyone who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. His mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been worried sick and anxiously searching for you. Why were you searching for me, he asked. Didn't you know I had to be about my father's business? But they did not understand what he was saying to them. Welcome to Bridgeway Christian Church Daily Advent Devotional for Monday, December 5th. My name is Candice Lamphier and I serve as admin for Bridgeway Young Adults. Today, I'm going to be talking about discovering peace in the chaos. There are several different types of chaos we face. To name a few, there's the chaos we get ourselves into by mistake or straight stupidity by thinking our way is better. The chaos of accidents and tragedy or just living in this broken world. The chaos that comes for other people's chaos leaking out on us. The chaos of busy lives and full schedules and navigating, prioritizing the people we love. But have you ever realized there's also a fun chaos? If you've ever been to my house growing up around the holidays, we're always playing this crazy card game called Nerds. If you know, you know. And my mom is one of 12, so I have a huge family. People's hands are flying along with a smack talk. The nice kind, because that's who we are. And it's who can get the most cards out fastest. It's loud, there's laughing, there's screaming, Uncle Bob complaining, me singing random songs to distract the competition. You have to keep your eyes on your cards, the center piles, and everyone else's deck if you want to get ahead. It's a rush. There's a lot to track on. I don't think chaos always has to mean bad. It's just a lot. If you picture the world as God was creating and so many things are happening at once, if we were there trying to track with it all, we'd get lost. We often associate chaos with bad because there's no way we could ever keep up. It starts to invade our thoughts and steal our peace because we are lacking, but the good thing is, we're not God. If you think about it, the special thing about chaos is we actually don't have to track with all of it at all. I think in the middle of the overwhelm, it feels like it's all on us, but the truth is God is so much bigger and is tracking so much better. He says his yoke is easy and his burden is light, but that seems so ironic, especially when we're trying to organize all the chaos ourselves. But he never asked us to do that. Jesus was lost and Mary and Joseph were frantic. They left their kid behind. I was just talking around a fire pit with my friends about the gut-wrenching moments when they lost their kids. All your thoughts are in fix-it mode and worst-case scenario and feeling like you failed all at the same time. And Mary and Joseph, losing God's one and only son, they had one job. Thousands of people traveling in their version of holiday traffic on foot. They find him and he simply says, don't you know I have to be about my father's business? We could never be fully about everything our God is up to. And Jesus was all up in the Father's business being the Son of God and all. But we do have our part to play in our Father's business. We have a plate He entrusts us to with different portions of different aspects of our lives. 
We all have our giftings we need to steward, our spiritual formation we need to fortify, our relationships we need to center around him. We all have our giftings we need to steward, our spiritual formation we need to fortify, our relationships we need to center around him, our mental health to stabilize, and our personalities and humility to reign in to look like him the best we can. Add the culture's chaos and tragedy and unmet needs and plans gone amiss and friction and we suddenly look like Lumiere from Beauty and the Beast juggling all the plates while questioningly saying, be our guest. (laughs) It's hard to invite people into that kind of chaos. It feels shameful when we don't feel like our lives are all put together when we're supposed to live a life that looks so satisfying and easy to those who don't know Jesus. But I don't think it's about looking put together at all. It's about being held together. Whether in a time of stress and tension, hanging by a thread and in survival mode, or whether we are in a good season, resting in our purposes and going from one thing to the next, there's never a moment we aren't being held together by him. If we think we could do it on our own, we are living in ignorance. The actual thing that looks so good about us being Christian is that in the middle of the crazy, we have someone so much more capable of holding us all together. I think some of us want the bliss of everything being in order and out of pain, while some of us actually crave that kind of chaos that validates what we are doing and that puts a stamp of approval that we are up to our Father's business. But truth is, chaos does not have to be our Lord. God is our Lord. Some people say that the only constant in life is change, and we know change is chaotic. But I'd say the only thing more constant than change is my never-changing God, and we could trust in Him. I know for me this year, God, through prayer, people, and me leaning into practical help, really calmed the noise and chaos in my mind. I didn't even know it was possible or that I had that much stuff rummaging around up there until I had so much more capacity to be still. I thought the anxiety that spinned in my mind was how everyone thought. I've never experienced such peace since I was a kid, and that came with purposefully taking some things off my plate that didn't belong. I didn't have to track on all that I felt the need to track on. I had to surrender the feeling of being misunderstood and not being able to do it all, and instead only do what I could and should. But you know what was funny? I was so used to the chaos that when the noise died down and my body was off my adrenaline keeping me going, I was left kind of craving more because that's what I've been so used to. It was almost like a fun game I learned to play to get by. I had to learn to let God renew my mind more and take care of what he's given me now and purposely name him as my source of that exhilarating or accomplished or easy feeling that I've been having to make new pathways about what rest actually feels like. Let me tell you, it looks a whole lot less of striving in the chaos, and I wish I learned that a long time ago. And that's what I pray for you, that God's real peace would show up in the midst of chaos, that trying to solve answers wouldn't be our gaze, but his face would be what we seek. His consistency, knowing he sets our footing and steadies us in the midst of all the unknown. Our Father's business is peace in this hectic world. We get to let God work in and through us as we abide in him. I'm going to pray. God, I pray for peace. You promise us peace, and it's peace that doesn't make sense to this world. I pray that in all of our day-to-day busyness, amidst the tragedy, amidst what we're trying to accomplish, that all the striving would cease. God, I pray that you help us determine what should be on our plate and what shouldn't. 
God, you say in your word that you never leave us or forsake us. So I pray that knowing that you are with us every moment would help calm the chaos around us. I pray that you remind us that it's you who holds us together and not ourselves. Pray that you'd remain our King of peace. In Jesus' name, amen.